I'm feeling very rock star today. You look a little rock star with the bandana and the t-shirt, the a- scruff. Axel, little Axl Rose. Little Axl Rose action, yeah. <laughs> I'm unfortunately a rock star without money. If you start so doing the, that's not very rock star. <laughs> yeah, if you start doing the snake dance thing while we're recording at the mic, I'm going to be a little bit weirded out. Well, please don't do not do that again. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, Neighbors Don't Knock. The show where two neighbors drop by for conversations that are fun, relevant, and downright hilarious. Join them and special guests in their mission to talk about anything and everything and laugh about it no matter what. Now, here's your hosts, Brian Chambers and Philip Goffrey. Hello, hello, hello. What's going on, loyal neighbors out there or loyal listener? How are you? Uh, how are you, Philip? I'm well. I don't uh, really want to see you do the Beavis and Butthead like, <laughs> headbang thing again. Breaking the law. Breaking the law. Oh, my gosh. I have a feeling that Beavis and Butthead is coming back. I you don't think know. so? Everything old is new again. I heard a rumor I, that King of the Hill was coming back, but I have yet to see proof. That's uh, okay. Uh, but we got a lot to unpack today. We are going to be getting into, well, very rock star-esque talks uh, with money, unfortunately, that I don't have any. Uh, we're going to talk about some lottery winners and things that are going on. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Popping bottles in the sky. That's right. Uh, you know, we'll also get into a little bit of what do you think they do with that money? Uh, and does it change you? We're going to un- tackle that whole book of worms, bag of worms, whatever, bowl of worms, whatever you want to do with a lot Two of worms. Two words, my friend. Two words. Toilet paper. <laughs> Scrooge you know, McDuck. I, I would have I would have said that probably like a year ago. <laughs> Maybe you <laughs> absolutely the right. Shortage, at, yeah, le- yeah. at least like half of that w- winnings, right? right? Um, <laughs> so, oh, it's really great. Uh, you know, we're going to jump into a little bit of talk about that. You know, what does money do to us, and how can it affect us? But also, we have some really great neighborly advice, very inspiring story that we're going to get to at the end of our episode today. So, uh, with that, let's jump right in. I like it. Okay. Again, Scrooge McDuck. You know, he's diving <laughs> through the, the money pools. You know, with you're talking about DuckTales, though, for all. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, for, for our listeners and uh, out there and our viewers, uh, <laughs> that's right. DuckTales is a cartoon, if you don't know. It, I think they brought it back. And, I, I think and, they and, tried to, and then it. I mean, because they did a Rescue Rangers movie, and that was a. That was a cartoon as well. Yeah. But, you know, for the 80s kids, 90s kids, that, that kind of realm, they most people know DuckTales. If you're, I don't, I don't, maybe most people do know DuckTales. I, I don't know. It was a very, I don't want to say it's an old cartoon, but it was which around is one, with me. Which is the one where Baloo flew the plane? That was, was Tailspin. That, that was Tailspin. Oh, yes. I, loved, I loved me some Tailspin. Yeah. Tailspin, Darkwing Duck. Darkwing Duck. Yeah, let's get right. dangerous. I'm reaching out to all of you. Darkwing Duck is the one that needs to come back. That Can we all agree? Like That was a spectacular show. I, I liked all of them. I personally liked I even liked Rescue Rangers, too. Yeah. I, I got into Gummy Bears. You got into Gummy Bears? Yeah. Well, I mean, wow. not the candy, but the no, actual I know, show. But yeah, but wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, apparently you didn't. I mean, I was a He-Man, G.I. Joe guy. I even watched Captain Planet if there was nothing else on. Everyone watched Captain Planet. <laughs> Nobody wants to admit it anymore, but everyone watched Captain I w- Planet. I will go out there. I watched Captain Planet, not on a regular basis, I will say, but I did watch Captain Planet. With your powers combined, I am totally fruity and useless. <laughs> hey, I, I was all about the fire 
right? Yeah, the fire, the, the was, fire cool. was pretty cool. I always felt bad for whoever got stuck with the person who had wind. I can't remember the character names. Heart was pretty bad, too. Oh, that's right. They did have heart. Heart, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Our powers <laughs> combined. Heart. Yeah. Was, uh, go, Captain Bennett. Go. What? It was terrible. <laughs> well, and you know what? It's just kind of funny because I, I have a funny feeling, and, I, and this speculation, just complete opinion. You know, I'm not, no, no hard evidence coming with this statement here. I feel like Power Rangers kind of took stole a little bit yeah because they're like powers can buy like the whole you know morphin time and then all yeah. of a sudden we are gonna now morph into one mega <laughs> i was gonna say mega made but <laughs> but well what about voltron which came first power rangers or voltron i think I, voltron came first did it okay i, I think I, so. I remember power the original power rangers when it came out and that was still kind of uh, like as i was getting out of all of that, that yeah. wasn't, you know it was yeah it wasn't that was a, that was a 90s kid thing i think like a, like a mid to late 90s yeah i, I feel like sailor moon like all that stuff that was all yeah so i so anyway i don't know did you guys have a favorite show i, I know we got really sidetracked hey maybe if you have all the money in the world you can bring whatever show you want back. Indeed. And if you want so. to comment, if you want to leave <laughs> us a comment uh, below on YouTube or, or send us a comment on any of our other platforms that the podcast is Down on, below, I'm curious. Right now. right now. I've heard that mullets are back in style. So Captain Planet had a pretty awful mullet, if I remember correctly. Well, I, I don't think mullets ever necessarily went out of style, but I also don't think they were ever really in style. My I, Hemi. I, I, I think <laughs> life's a garden. Uh, you, you know, I, I just I just think that people that wear mullets, they've oh, they're people that have always somebody worn. Somebody was right? recently telling me that mullets are actually like a thing, like back in style. I don't I don't I don't know. There was a football coach in Oklahoma. I think it was Oklahoma State University's uh, football coach for years. Had a mullet. Maybe even till this day. I I don't know. It, well, like as, I remember him having a mullet. I I just I think if you're gonna wear a mullet. You're just that kind of person that it's it's not that it was in style or out of style. It's just like that's Fair what you're enough. gonna do. That's what you are. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a mullet guy, yeah. right? Yeah. Or a mullet woman. Well, I, I don't want to, you know, party take in the back. <laughs> yeah. So as you know, and as most of you know, I live under a rock, so I don't really know. But but if it is something that's going on, if it is kind of a trending haircut, do we think that a superhero should wear one? Should we bring back the Captain Planet mullet? You tell me. I'm curious. All right. Well, let's get into our first segment, really, since we did sidetrack a little bit. But we're going to talk money. Money, money, money. We're going to talk money. And there's, talk money. there's a lot of... Well, I mean... Do you have some? No. Okay, great. Me neither. All right, so, <laughs> so <laughs> which is why you need to support our channel. So <laughs> you can go, oh, by the way, to support our channel, go to podinbox.com slash neighbors don't knock or email us at admin at neighbors don't knock.com and we will let you know how to get in touch <laughs> yeah. and how to give to the show. Yeah. But okay, so there's a couple of things that have been happening over the past few weeks. Lotteries have been won, <laughs> not just stateside. There, there was a Chinese lottery that was won as well, thirty million dollars. Ooh, I know. And but I, that's kind of like, that's kind of like a sneeze. Now that we have the one, <laughs> I'm sure we'll get there. Like, but it's that'll help me pay off all my debts. Yeah. What'd you win? Thirty million? Oh, really? Ah, <laughs> oh, you broke even. Yeah. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> Barely have your head above water now, right? All right. So the uh, what was interesting about this is not that I know thirty. It's, it's, you honest, know, it's thirty million dollars. I, I know it's nothing to see. Like if it's like if I said, "Hey, here's thirty million dollars," you're like, "Nope, no, thank you." I can tell you something, Mr. Chambers. If I won <laughs> if it's a thousand dollars, hundred million. 
I don't want it. If I won $1,000 in the lottery right now, I'd be jumping for joy. So yeah, who yeah, wouldn't? 30 mil, who wouldn't? I'll take it. Exactly. So it's nothing to sneeze at, but I, I know we'll talk about a larger win uh, shortly. But it was won, this uh, Chinese lottery, $30 million winner. And the interesting part about this was he did not want to tell his wife. Why? It, he believed that it would change his family and the dynamic and how they thought and kind of went about life. Well, yeah, they'd and, be like, Dad, where there was not $30 million, <laughs> there, there now is. There is. Uh, okay, so this is this is kind of what he said. He says, I have not told my wife or kid in a, in a newspaper uh, interview, I am concerned that they might feel superior to other people and will not work or study hard in the future. That's so, like classically Eastern mentality. That's, that's fantastic. I love it. Like, I mean, he, honor. he pretty much there. I mean, he pretty much said, I don't want them to become lazy. <laughs> I, I, I mean, basically, uh, and that's what it sounds like to me. Can you imagine when he's sitting at the dinner table in the little apartment, like balancing the checkbook and poor wife is trying to figure like, I don't know. I don't know if we can do groceries <laughs> this month with the pandemic lockdown, you know, delivery has been expensive. And he's like, uh, no, I, I think we'll be, okay. yeah, he'll be all we'll right. Find a way. I'll well, work longer hours. You're right. So that that's the other thing. He, you're right. He had, he didn't tell like, so he hasn't told his wife and kid. I don't know if he ever will tell his wife and kid. I don't know. That's so twisted. But on top of that, you think like okay, well they're gonna be seen, right? When he shows up to pick up his big old check. No, he showed up in the mascot, the lottery mascot, which was a pig. Of course, it and is. like ho holding holding the check, right, and being like, "Geez, you know." So no one knew it was was him. So you know, I, I think it's kind of cool. You know, he bought forty lottery tickets, anonymous in an anonymous region, and he woke up the next morning to discover that he had won. I think that's pretty neat. I think that's neat. I'm I'm a little bit concerned about the not telling wife and child thing regardless of his reasoning even if it's noble which it sort of sounds like he's selling it as if it is i, I don't think little... that you can I, I i honestly think that maybe he might try but it's it, it's gonna come down to i mean i don't know yeah she can be like honey what's this pig costume doing in the closet like why do i have to launder this what's it? oh uh, it's like, why it's, don't we have car payments yeah. anymore even if it's you don't buy Halloween. even if you don't buy things like what are you gonna do stick it in a bank account and never touch it and then like eke out like it like a hundred dollars a month or something <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know like having a little secret account and then just like you know kind of just like a bonus from your it's work salaries twisted. you know like twisted, right he's always looking really good when they go out to dinner and the wife's wearing the dress from five years ago and she's going what well, i know it's china but still wow handmade suits this is a little <laughs> i don't know what the the chinese walmart is over there but you know the chinese walmart Probably Walmart. <laughs> probably, probably no, Walmart but it's now. probably just like eh, you know the market. Like the market is Walmart. It's everywhere, so, right? Anyways, so, like, he's he's shopping at streets. high end luxury imported you know things, and she's at the local Market yes. Street. Alibaba bill went like through the roof. <laughs> so, so anyway, it's so I I what do you think about this? I mean, well, I had to click on the link, and for our listeners, you can find this story on Yahoo.com, Yahoo News. Uh, actually, I'm sorry, at Yahoo Entertainment. And the title of the story is a man who won $30 million on the Chinese lottery says he'll keep it secret from his wife and child in case it makes them lazy. Yahoo, by the way, this is why you're losing readers. That, that's a long 
title, guys. Let's truncate that a little bit. But I had well, to click on I, the link. I fell asleep listening to you explain it. I'm telling you, I, I had to click on the link because I had to see this pig costume. You're not kidding. No, I, I, well, I told you, and you, can, and you guys can find it. But you know, after taxes, he's going to take home about $23.6 million, which is 171.6 million yon. I'm a little bit so. confused about what the pig has on its head. Is that like, 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 nighttime sleeping mask or is that supposed to be some kind of cool I think it's a, I think it's just a hat thing? and those are his little ears like poking up and I, I know it does it's weird because they don't match his face they match his shoes and socks it's very I, weird. I mean, maybe it's stylish I, I don't know I'm not gonna hey I'm not gonna knock the the, the mascot in the Chinese lottery uh <laughs> but what do you think about not telling I, think I mean you mentioned it like but it seems very suspect like it's a noble, a noble gesture at first, but is it really? Well, I mean, of course it's not really because you're basically saying that my wife and child don't deserve to know because they can't handle it. But so they're getting benefits. Pretty... They're they're still getting benefits. Well, it's not are like, they? It's <laughs> all right. Well, let's let's assume in that sense. Let's assume that they are going to receive benefits. He's not going to. Yeah. Run away or ditch his wife and child. Yeah, he goes, oh, oh, honey, the new car fairy came again. <laughs> well, look. But there are ways to do it. It's a Cadillac from America. <laughs> I mean, how do you? Well, there are ways to do it without spending money. He doesn't have to change anything of his lifestyle. You can, you know, you just know you have that security. It almost becomes savings at that point, right? Yeah, this is true. Savings that you can never, ever, ever touch. Ever touch. Yeah. Yeah. Or, like you said, you can eat just a little bit out yeah. at a time. Yeah, this guy's going to drop dead at, like, 60 years old from a heart attack, and his wife's going to go, what the? <laughs> Congratulations. Poor thing's been steaming away in the kitchen every night making food, and they've been a millionaire. Well, I, I, I'm with you. I don't think you can keep this a secret. I think if you want to, I believe it's wrong. With with your family, I, I say your wife... And children, or your spouse, or partner, and children. Your immediate family, shoot, don't tell them anything. <laughs> well, but, we're also why, we're, why, why do they need to, why do they need to know? Yeah, we're I, also, I, I we're also making uh, uh, pretty big cultural assumptions here, right? That, that's because true. That's for that you and true. I as Westerners, it's one thing. But if you're if you're living in China, it's still very much a sort of there's a hierarchy in the household for most households there, right? Well, so, okay, but even with that, if there was a parent still living there or a grandparent. Right? That do, you was tell, there. do you tell, do you tell granddaddy? Them? And then what happens when they find out? All hell would break like loose. Very expensive new yeah, cane. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pure studded diamonds, yeah. you know? Like, yeah, uh, granddaddy comes out looking like a... You don't know, want to get a, hit with that sucker. A pimp from one of the burrows <laughs> is all like purple. Uh, you know, I, I think that was... It's really interesting. It's a... I, I never thought of that as a way to think of it. It does say that he was thinking of himself, or not just of himself, but of his family. But it's but when you take a step back, it is really very selfish. It's a selfish move. Yeah. What's that? Uh, what's the old expression for us Westerners? The road to hell is paved in good intentions, <laughs> or with good intentions. <laughs> exactly. Right? Yeah. 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 Some crazy and horrible people have done things in history with the best the of best in- of intentions. intentions. <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right. So that was an interesting story. I, but now. Let's shift over back over to stateside, a little more domestic. There was a jackpot winner with one of the largest wins in 
U.S. history. The largest. Is it the largest? Okay, so the largest win. $2.04 billion. Billion with a B. And that is just... Brian needs a billion dollars. It is eye-popping. It really is. It was... (laughs) It was sold in California. I I, I don't know if eye popping is the right word. It just it's sick. It's just sick. How well, actually, I, I but, kind of feel but when you take away all the taxes, which we'll talk about yeah. in a second, it's not. I say it's not as much, but it is a, a large chunk that goes back to the government and all taxes yeah. and things like that. And I know that we're going to go back to talking about that as of the time of this recording, the prize has still not been claimed. But I will say that. Whoever you are, kudos to you because now you can finally afford living in California. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> and and when the state falls into the ocean, you'll be able to pay for the flotation devices for your house and cars to just, you know, keep stay on the surface. Right? <laughs> I can afford that apartment I always wanted. <laughs> uh, you know, it's a lot of it's a lot of money. Do you play the lottery? I do play the lottery, actually. How often? Not as often as I used to, because it really is a pretty foolish endeavor. If you're if you're interested in statistics and you any can't way, win if you form, don't play, but you can't win if you don't play. So when the prizes get big, I can't help myself. I, I dive in. I, I think everyone should every now and then. I, I'm one of those. I'm not a big gambler. No, I don't. So. I don't it's, it's actually the only gambling I do when, oh, when, when I, mean, I do it. So well, look, you, you've never been to Vegas. I've never been to Vegas. Okay, mm-hmm. so you have to you have to do a little bit of gambling if you go to Vegas. Yeah, you know. At least go to the blackjack table or do, you know, roll the dice, at, you know, play some craps or at least, you know, put put it all on black. You know that you know? scene in the Italian job when they're talking about dogs and the guy's like, I had a bad experience, <laughs> right? I played blackjack once, once. I had a bad experience. Where did, where did you play? I was in Baton Rouge. Well... <laughs> Well, no, no, that's a that whole... wasn't that wasn't the bad experience. <laughs> was that like... was an experience in and of itself. <laughs> I was like, it's like, why well, are we walking we... onto that raft? Was... Oh, that's the casino. Okay. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's why you had a bad experience. No, on a I boat. had a bad experience. A I got my clock cleaned repeatedly, and of course, because the drinks are flowing and they're free, you know, ha ha ha. That's how they get you. Um, there was an ATM right there, so I got my clock cleaned three times before somebody tapped me on the shoulder. I was like, okay, Phil. You need to go home and actually be able to pay your rent this month. What, so what was the buy, what was the buy-in that you were playing? Do you I don't remember? remember. I don't remember. Was no. it like a twenty five dollar hand or a hundred dollar hand? No, or? it wasn't a hundred dollar hand. Oh, okay. It was like a twenty five dollar. Oh, okay, less, but, which adds but, up uh, real fast. It adds up real fast. It yeah. absolutely adds up real fast. Yeah. So all right, well we did. I my wife and I did a little bit of gambling, blackjack. Yeah. Uh, and we're pretty disciplined. I'd like to say. I lost more money in bingo than I did at blackjack. Of course you did. That's <laughs> in, awesome. In Vegas, man, they are some serious bingo players, but there's also some serious pots. Well, yeah, of course. So, uh, all right, back to our back to our story, talking about our unclaimed lottery ticket. So, this is, I mean, it's a large amount of money, and you know they you haven't. Think? They haven't talked about, you know, because we don't know who it is, if they're going to go for the lump sum payment of $997.6 million or the annuity option for 29 annual payments that increase by 5% each year. So I don't know. What would you do? Because this is such a large amount of money. Does it even make a difference? What would I do if I won this particular lottery? Yeah. I thought about this. I would actually take the annuity. Okay. Yeah, because I did look into it, and it turns out that you can actually assign an heir for the annuity, whether it be a trust or an estate or just your next of kin. 
you know, your, your dog, whoever it might be, you, you get to choose an heir. So that makes it a little bit less nerve wracking to, you know, you're not going to lose it in the family. Um, the whole idea with the increase in interest every year is that they try to basically beat inflation, right? Mm, but it's yeah. a guaranteed investment. So people that don't take the annuity and, and think about this in terms of investment dollars, they're making the assumption that they can beat the market if they invest the money, if they take a lump sum. And if you're looking at the average of the stock market, let's say over the past 100 years, that's arguably accurate. It tends to return between 9 and 11%. So I guess you could beat it. But you're also going to be awfully tempted to make really risky investments with that kind of money. I, so, I, I just just break it up, man. Don't don't give me that much money at first. It'd be like Brewster's millions. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't know what to do with so it. So you want as a safety check. You yeah. want to keep you in line. Yeah, from absolutely. Not, uh, regardless, yeah. Yeah. I'm all for that. Uh you know, the one thing about this as soon as the winner does come forward, they California you have to state and be publicized. Right, you can't you claim can't, it as You can't as claim a, it as an anonymous or anything like that. There are 11 states though that you can do that. We live in one of them. So Texas is a state that if we won the lottery, we don't have to go and take a picture and hold the check, and we can just quietly just nice start well, start earning Ferraris in our driveways. Cheers you know. to you, Austin. <laughs> Keep on cranking out those good laws that protect us. Yeah, well you done. Know. So the other states are Arizona, North Dakota, Kansas, Ohio, Virginia, New Jersey, Delaware, Maryland, South Carolina, and Georgia. So those are the 11 states that you can remain anonymous if you win the lottery so that's a good thing because that's a really scary deal can you imagine coming forth on the world stage and proclaiming that you're now a billionaire with the largest pot ever won yeah yeah how many I mean, hands are gonna be is, sitting out there yeah your life is over as you knew it whether it's better or worse who knows it's debatable right i, I just want to be the store owner that that sold the ticket yeah so tell me about that the so, store owner gets a percentage of the winnings, and because the pot is so big, he get he got a million dollars. Wow! So is that a state by state thing, or is that like how the Powerball works? That would be interesting. I would have to look that up. I'm not a hundred percent sure, okay. but I just know that right now the only one that we're seeing pictures of is the store owner holding his million dollar check. You know, it's like, hey, I don't care who you are, I got a million dollars. You know, I'm sure he passed it right on to the employees immediately. Yeah, I, I'm sure exactly. That's mm -hmm. exactly what he did. E e equally. Just just fully equitable. I know. Um, <laughs> so, all right. So you have someone who now has won whenever we find out. I think it would be interesting that is one insane amount of money. You had someone overseas that's won an insane amount of money. What do people buy with money? And, and first of all, do we think, the question I want to pose to you, does money change you? And more importantly, does winning the lottery change you? Is is it like lottery money that can change you more than just money in general? Well, I, I think it's a, a kind of an odd question because I think that by definition it has to change you. Now, whether or not it changes you, I, I kind of disagree. But well, as if, far as if, changing you, let's say that you don't go all glitzy and don't spend all of this sudden cash that you have, right? But you never have to worry ever again. That has yeah. to change you. All right. I mean, so psychologically, yes, let's uh, like, but I'm talking on the surface. Right. So like, do you become that, that raging a-hole who's like pulling up in the doesn't, Lambo doesn't, with the aftermarket care, exhaust yeah. and yeah. The, He's the, like, screw you. Like, you know, now you're little people to me. You, right. you, you know what I mean? A warehouse to house his sneakers. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, do you think that more people, if they were given lots of money like that would change? 
Yes, I think that's why the vast majority of people that win lotteries wind up bankrupt in short order because it does change them. They become total spendthrifts. They buy all kinds of stupid stuff, make really bad investments, and fall victim to what you were alluding to earlier, which is those handouts. Okay. What would you buy if you had the lottery? And and you're if you you're, won the lottery, so like, you're, you're asking me like, what would I buy? That's 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 a, a dream toy yeah, kind of thing. Absolutely. Let, let's let's jump into the let's jump into the shoes of the ridiculous, the people that have changed that the the, the spenders. I see. Because right? you know you know me right away. Yeah, I'm like, well, I'd have a trust that my daughter yes, would have. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me let me get a lawyer and blah blah blah. <laughs> well, okay. So let's be a spender for a moment. Right. Let's not. All be right. Smart. You can't. You can't invest it. You can't, you can't invest it. You have to spend have, it. Wouldn't that be something if you they made that as a caveat it. of the lottery? <laughs> like you have to either give it away or spend it in this much time. Do you guys think that, I mean, our listeners, do you think they'd agree with that? That'd be fast. <laughs> All right. So what, if you had to spend it, what would you buy? You know, I, I don't know. I don't have a, a real bucket list of things. I don't have that one collector's item I've always wanted. I don't have... Uh, particular location that I would just love to have some kind of like a dream vacation recreation home. of something no I don't need anything replica or anything like that I can tell you that I would have amazing tech all over wherever I live I mean I would just blow it out in terms of the best hi-fi audio equipment the best TVs I'd have those TVs that pop up so, out you, of so you'd want a house that would rival Bill Gates you know, I don't know if it, if I, I mean it in terms of being like AI geeky tech, but more just, you know, all of my computers in every room would be the absolute top of the line studio grade machines. All of my TVs would be, you know, whatever the best money could buy kind of stuff. But I, I don't know. What would you buy? What, what What's your dream Whoa, thing? Slow down. You're crazy. What's your dream thing? Oh, <laughs> come on. All right. First of all, if I had a house... I'm pretty sure if you won the lottery, you have a house. Well, I mean, if I'm going to have a house and deck it out, I'm going to put a freaking moat around it, the drawbridge. You're going to a moat? Yeah. Why not? Okay, Lancelot. Let's have a castle. What's the... Why not? <laughs> why not? With underground tunnels and things. I mean, let, let's let's make this most ridiculous place in the world. Okay. Right? <laughs> so you would just have a blast just dreaming up shit to spend the money on, basically. I, I could. It would I be. I know fun. you could. I've known <laughs> you for a while. You know, I mean, not to mention you. You could have immersive theme sections of the house, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> see, you are built for these reality TV shows for people that. <laughs> I mean, MTV Cribs and. Oh my gosh! I, you know, Tommy Lee, your house. Psh, I would make. A, Give me, I, I could design a house that you would love. Yeah. So, I'm looking at you, Dr. Phil. I know that you are watching right now going, yeah, have you seen my house? Yeah. Bring it. <laughs> yeah. No offense, Dr. Phil. I don't want your house. Uh, <laughs> it's a little creepy. I have to admit, it's a little creepy. No, I, you know, I don't, I don't know if I, I would want to spend it on experiences. And, yeah, and I, I, would, that, I would constantly be spending it on experiences and and things of that nature, but I would probably blow out on uh, 1965 DB5 Aston Martin. That's the dream car? That's the one? That would be James Bond's original car. Well, yeah, yeah, I'm aware. I'm just... <laughs> I would <laughs> be... Or... I, I didn't have to Google that one, yeah. <laughs> or, or I would... I mean, I would... I don't know. I, I would have... 
I would have a series of cars. What about the Jaguar from Cruel Intentions, the Roadster? Nah. Not nah, a fan? Nah, 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 nah. No, I, I would rather have the complete decked out DeLorean from Back to the Future. And they made a few of them. Which one would you have? I, whatever I would I'd have to. I'd have to touch it up. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> some, I want. I want all working switches though. Would you have the Mister Fusion on the back? Would Absolutely. You be Mister Fusion. Okay. No, I would be. I would be post Mister Fusion. Would, Fusion. Gotcha. So I mean, because that way they, they. Oh my gosh, I could yeah. fly. But not the railway wheels, like you want. No, I right. don't want the railway wheels. Right. Uh, you know, move over Ecto One, pristine. You know. You know, I I, I love those with the gunner seat. Absolutely. Yeah, I'd go for the gunner seat. Absolutely. Too. You just that would be the that would be the guest seat that if you just And they wouldn't know. They would just you yeah, you just be driving the lever. driving down. Dude, grab your seat. What? And just fly him out on the side of the road. And then just pull him back. You That'd would. be great. You would do that, yeah. I have, it would have, it'd be a blast, man. Uh, you know, so I, I would have a series of things, but you know, I don't have like a dream of buying a sports team or anything like that. Um, no, I, but your garage warehouse would look like a twelve-year-old boy won the lottery. Yeah, effectively, pretty, it would just be pretty, pretty much. Yeah, you know, I could always just buy a a theater in in New York and be like, oh, I'm going to produce Broadway plays now, and just you know, do that for a would while. Would you be in all of them? No, no. Neighbors Don't Knock is produced by CNG Communications. CNG specializes in small batch voiceover and video production for commercial media, podcasting, radio, and more. Combining years of experience in podcasting, acting, and sales, CNG offers big media products at small business prices. That's right. To learn more, visit their Facebook page or email them directly at admin at cngcommunications.com. So yes, I would be. I would live in a fun house. Move over, Pee Wee. My house would be better. So awesome. <laughs> you have like the omelet maker with the eggs rolling through the Rube Goldberg thing. I mean, and, and why not just change the room next month, right? I mean, I got the money. There's it's always like, a crew on hand, just moving walls around. I like it <laughs> exactly. So I know, I know that you've looked this up because I know you well enough to know that you can't resist. Have you found like stupid, expensive shit yeah, that people blow money on? I have. I have found. Uh, there's a couple of things. Now, there's the typical crazy stuff, right? Uh, what, what, what qualifies as the typical crazy stuff? Tickets to outer space. Oh, yeah, that qualifies. That is, <laughs> yeah, that is crazy, absurdly expensive, and now becoming actually quite typical. I, so, yeah. Well, and now becoming almost a reality. Well, our reality, yeah, yeah. I mean, I know they haven't had a whole bunch of civilians yet, but they're they're but on the they're, list. They're, yeah. yeah, for a while, and it was just kind of uh, whenever it happens, and you never knew. But now it's it's something that can happen. Would you want to go up with SpaceX, or would you want to go up in the big penis that Jeff Bezos built? No, give me SpaceX. SpaceX. I want the dragon? No, no phallus for you. What about <laughs> uh, what about Branson's? The only reason that Branson's is really cool is the viewing. The, the the design that he had for for the view the yeah. viewing, uh, but no, I, I I'm send me to the the space station. You want to go to the ISS? Uh, yeah, send me to the International Space Station. I, I want to actually go and spend a week. See, this is a little bit of crazy about you that I like. So yeah, uh, all right. So between that, you have you know private islands, uh, you know super yachts, uh, renting celebrities. I mean, there's not a celebrity you would rent. 
Now you got my easy. now you got yeah, my gears yeah, yeah. turning. I mean, you, you wouldn't got my you, gears you, turning. you wouldn't rent Nick Cage. Who, no, but who can you get? Do you know? I, I money is no object, Philip. So you can get anybody. You have a billion dollars. Who would you rent? A celebrity. Who would you rent? That's a really tough call, man. Because you know you, you want to go with the funny ones. I mean, the Chris or Walken because everyone does the impersonation, and the Morgan Freeman because everyone does the impersonation. Well, here, yeah, Walken but... already told you to, to piss off, so <laughs> I don't know why you'd want to get it rent it. I again. think I'd rent Nicholson just because he must be so crotchety at this point. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be really fun to sit down with old man Jack, pour him a bourbon, and be like, "You call this bourbon?" Yeah. You know? And just would be would all... you like have him quote all his movie famous movie lines? No, I could never do that to somebody. Honestly, like, well, you're paying him dance. You <laughs> no, it's just not <laughs> throwing hundred dollar bills at him. Do the wow. shining. Do the shining. <laughs> you know, it would totally well, be Stewie from Family <laughs> Guy. It really would be. If they're willing to be rented, I don't know. Yeah. That might be that might be their jam. Oh, you said no, Jack. Hmm. <laughs> you know. Here's another million. How about some Benjamins? <laughs> you know, it would just be be ridiculous. I mean, that is a little degrading. Yeah. Yeah, I you admit. think? <laughs> I, admit. I don't yeah. think I could do that. But yeah, then again. So is acting sometimes. So yeah, there as you, you go. Know, okay, right? but so there's that. Um, you know, gold, expensive bathroom accessories, gold toilets, gold toilets, things like that. Um, you know, you can do random auction items. People like go to auctions. You know, there was a, a Canadian dentist paid, uh, thirty one, almost thirty, a little over thirty one thousand for John Lennon's tooth. Oh god. You know, that stuff. That stuff drives me. A crazy. dress Kate Winslet wore in Titanic went for over about three hundred and thirty thousand dollars. That's less than I would have guessed. You know, Audrey Hepburn's Breakfast at Tiffany script sold for eight hundred thousand. That's about right. Marilyn Monroe's iconic Happy Birthday gown went for four point eight million. You What's know? wrong with people? You know, it's like when they go to the art auctions, like when Banksy had the the painting at Sotheby's that shredded itself. It's like, oh my god, it shredded itself. That's so much more fun. You know? <laughs> Here's another million. <laughs> well, I mean, something like a Babe Ruth signed baseball card or something. See, look like, at you rationalizing it. Look at you like, oh, I can see how that'd be worth a few million dollars. Hmm. I, I mean, you're talking about. I, I I get that. I understand that you're like, my word, they they. This was something they had, you know, or they this was theirs. Yeah. Uh, so I I, I get Still that. Still a piece of paper printed. Hey, another one's trash is, is someone's treasure. A blip. Or someone's trash is another person's treasure. Whenever I get that on right. On the history radar, yeah. I don't know. There there may be certain things that are really neat to to have that you. I mean, we go to museums and things all the time, and and you see something, and you're like, wow, that that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, but. Yeah, it's true. But I like to say this, you know, when you're when you're looking at these uh, collector's items, whether they be ten dollars or whether it be ten million dollars, I I challenge my audience to think about this: the sign Babe Ruth card. Let's say in five hundred years, there's not a person on the planet who's going to know who Babe Ruth was. Period. Ma- what? No, 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 that's speculation. You never know. People barely know who Julius Caesar was, dude. <laughs> but they still know. <laughs> They still know. Genghis who? Who's Khan? <laughs> you mean Khan from Star Trek? I mean, mm. they know who Napoleon is. <laughs> yeah, of course they do. Uh, you know, George Washington will it will most likely be known for a very, very, very long time. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, there's certain yeah. things. He didn't play baseball. And I know he didn't play baseball. All right, so, there, so there's those type of crazy things that you can get. You know, I personally would rather go owning animals and things like that uh, more than, uh, you know, or having a little... Habitat or something, you know, little 
pet seal that would, you know, have a little moat going through my house and pop up in the middle of the house. With and impersonate Jack Nicholson. Yeah, sure, apparently. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, our, our imaginations are going crazy. But people do buy crazier things. Now, those are kind of the typical. Now, there are a little few other things that, I don't know, you tell us whether you think these are ridiculous. Neighboring houses, people like will buy out properties to move their neighbors out or buy up the neighborhood just to expand their own property. That's becoming a thing, actually, with millionaires. Uh, another thing is that you can get an extremely expensive phone, which those are, I mean... Never understood that, like the gold and like I, diamond all encrusted, the no, gold I have, case, iPhone, yeah. I've never, never understood that as well, you know. Uh, now, speaking of something out there, there is an alcoholic drink that you can get. And this is alcohol after being poured on a woman's breast. So if that does your thing, it's a German uh, liquor business. I mean, I mean okay? this do, is do called they, G Spirits, take... a G Spirits line. I, this is actually real. I thought this was kind of a joke at first. Do they take credit card? <laughs> Are you really? I, I, I bet they would. Uh, they, it is okay. So it is liquor that's been poured on the naked breasts of a certified model with her approval, of course, as they quote. And oh, of course, the company supplies vodka, rum, and whiskey, all of which are required to make a true dirty martini. Okay, I, I don't know, I don't, the bottles are 100 or 139 euros, which is about 180 dollars. That's so much less than I thought you were going to say. I thought you were going to say something outrageous, like eighteen thousand dollars to have your. Well, according to the booze. business, <laughs> yeah, it's restricted to just five thousand bottles and comes with a certif uh, certificate attesting to the fact that every single drop quotes uh, actually touched the model's flesh. That's just creepy and wrong. Like, I I'm really disturbed by this. So I, it's I don't know. Fascinating. I, I, I don't know. It, again, crazy stuff. Or if you really love gold all that much, there is a pill that turns your shit into gold. Really? The true Midas touch. <laughs> How does that work? <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> um, so it's. I assume it's every, colors. Every it. tablet is $425. Wow. And that is covered in 24 karat gold, uh, gold leaf, and has been dipped in gold. Your feces will shine and glitter. Wow. Yeah. I mean, do you have the butler bring it to you after to show? I mean, how does I, that I, work? I don't know. Maybe I do. You, Jeez, do my feces, please. <laughs> does it make it like? Do you just leave it in the bowl a little bit longer because it's gold? It's just like I'm so disturbed. It's just like, <laughs> let it shimmer a little bit longer, uh, Cadbury. <laughs> I don't don't flush it. Just I don't yet. know what's more disturbing: the fact that this product exists or the fact that it's actually selling. I mean, I assume it's been around long enough that it really sells. That's that's wow. Well, you know, there's a little fact. 22, uh, sorry, 22 to 24 karat gold is considered safe for consumption. Right. That's why it's so popular in the most expensive foods. foods. Exactly. So Edible you can do leaf. that. Um, you know, you can pretty much make use gold to, if you got the money on anything. You know, you can also make luxury ice cubes. I don't know why you would need luxury ice cubes. What's in a luxury ice cube? Uh, if you're consuming top shelf liquor, you should. Uh, it's been recommended you should do so with top shelf ice. Uh, you know the company's three hundred. This company in California, three hundred and twenty five dollar per order of fifty premium ice cubes. 
Oh. That amounts to six what a steal. six fifty per ice crystal. Did every drop of the water get poured over ice cubes flesh? Well, it the company okay, according to the company's website, Glace Glace Luxury Ice claims that its ice is of higher quality than regular ice. Ooh. Well, I know, right? That's, it's, like, it's pretty check, weak. Check weak claim. Mark. I know, right? Check mark. Which is which is created using a local local tap water and may contain uh all kind. I don't know. I I I'm I'm not even gonna go down this rabbit hole. Ice is is it's ice, man. You can use dirty water or clean water. Just use the clean water. Does it need to cost six dollars a ice cube? No. You I'm, know. I'm impressed. Yeah. So whatever. I. So anyway, those are some crazy things. I've, crazy, I've got two things. I want to throw in. I got two Space I want to throw Space was more in. interesting to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're talking about the edible gold. Um, yeah. I, I have two. I'm not going to touch on the first one too long, but if you'd like to get the world's most expensive uh, hamburger, yeah. you can go to the Netherlands and you can pick up what's called the Golden Boy. For you new billionaires in California, that burger will set you back a cool $6,000. Just for just for the burger? Just for the burger. And Ooh, how much for the, for the shake? Yeah, no kidding, right? <laughs> Side of fries? No, thank you. Yep, you can find that at the uh, De Dalton's Diner in Voorthuizen, Netherlands. Forgive me for just wait. Where where, that where name. was that again? Voorthuizen, <laughs> Netherlands. Uh, and you can go ahead. And, you can go ahead and look that up. The Golden Boy. You can find that on the RobReport.com. But more interesting than the burger and more expensive. Guess how much the most expensive single-serving dessert in the world is. I don't know, but I'm sure it has caviar in it, which is, I don't like caviar, so. <laughs> so you can go to the great uh, island of Manhattan, go over to Serendipity 3, which recently reopened. There's a after, third Serendipity? It's actually always been, for our lifetimes, it's always been Serendipity 3. They just call it Serendipity. Oh, okay. But. Uh, I, I've I've never been in Serendipity. Oh, no, it's a fun place. I, I know. Worth, I, I've gone past going. it. A few times in my life that I just never go. Yeah, it's it's worth the experience, but uh, I wouldn't recommend buying this particular dessert. So this dessert now holds the world record, beating out their previous world record, by the way, which they set in 2004 and ran till November of 2007. The previous world record, the Golden Opulence Sunday, was a cool $1,000 per serving. The new world record at the recently reopened, renovated Serendipity in New York is called the Frozen, with three R's, Hot Chocolate Ice Cream Sundae. And it will set you back, Mr. Moneybags, a cool $25,000. Jeez. $25,000. What is is in that dessert? By the way, I would be happy to taste test if you guys want to come on the show. You know, what what is in that dessert? $25,000? So you can go ahead and find this on titustravels.worldpress.com. And I will tell you what is in the dessert. Oh, by the way, you have to order it 48 hours in advance. They need time to make this. The Sunday consists. Uh, yeah, they gotta. Of, they gotta get the caviar ready. Indeed, the Sunday <laughs> consists of three scoops of rich vanilla bean ice cream infused with Madagascar vanilla, covered in twenty-three carat edible gold leaf. The chocolate syrup is from melted Amida porcelana chocolate, which is one of the world's most expensive chocolates, of which only four thousand kilos are made each year because it costs so much. It's covered in chunks of rare. Chawa chocolate, 
which I've never heard of, which is from cocoa beans harvested by the Caribbean like Sea. Like puppy, puppy chow, expensive puppy chow. In puppy Venezuela, chow. it's kind of like expensive <laughs> puppy chow. Inside the Sunday are exotic candies, fruits from Paris, gold-covered almonds, chocolate truffles, marzipan cherries. Added on top uh, is a, uh, you, you guessed it, a tiny bowl of grand passion caviar. I knew it. I knew it. If you're going to have something that's worth a couple grand as a dessert or food item, you got to throw on some caviar yeah, somewhere. Made of salt-free American golden caviar, which is known for its sparkling golden color. The dessert is then sweetened and infused with fresh passion fruit, orange, and uh, amarac. Don't know what that is. Are we towards the end of this? <laughs> Finally, it is topped off with a gilded sugar flower and sprinkled with small flakes of more edible gold, the latter being made from pure gold that is compressed or rolled into thin sheets. I'm, I'm, t I'm tired. <laughs> I, I'm, I don't even want the dessert now after hearing the the laundry list of ingredients I, what does that take 2 days to make 40 hours the good news is you get to keep the crystal goblet in which it's served and that's worth 350 bucks so hey oh, you get a, you get a credit oh, back oh thank thank you yeah. thank you for that it's not really 25 grand it's 25 grand minus 350 bucks i mean oh, it really wow, makes it wow that's a so generous of reasonable them. experience my word that's, <laughs> that's so nice what a such a nice gesture that is. Yep. So whoever you are in California, when you do go ahead and claim your prize and you buy your G7, you can fly it right on over to Manhattan. Serendipity 3. Just give them 40 hours heads up. Oh, my word. That sounded like the worst Starbucks order for a dessert. Like a thousand is different there an app where you can customize it. Yep. it can I get the like gold horrible. leaf on the side, but the caviar mixed know, in? Right? So it's, uh, we pose this question to you guys. We talked a little bit about everything. <laughs> I was I was going a different direction with that, but we have talked a lot. But money, we can have some fun with this, and, and we can look at it. Yeah, what are you doing with it? What do you want? You know, does it change you? Does it really change you? Could you win or inherit or come into some money? And it not affect you. You'd be the same person. Does everyone feel that they would be the same person? They just would have more materialized things? Or do you feel that it would actually change you? Well, it is that time for neighborly advice. I love this part. Dance a little more for me. Dance a little more? There you go. I there can do it. Go. I get the little shoulders going back and forth. <laughs> yeah. This week's neighborly advice okay, is coming to us. We're doing a big shout out to SB Mowing, okay? And it is for Spencer, who was kind enough with his lawn care company to go around the neighborhood and clean up and fix up yards that needed it in his spare time. They have a lawn care company, which they've had for about 11 years in Wichita, Kansas. And in their spare free time, you know, after they're done working, they go and they find neighbors and houses and, and yards that they can help clean up. I love that. It's just the nicest people in Wichita. And, you know, we don't usually do shout-outs to other people's YouTube content on the show, but I think this one is worth it. You can check Spencer out on, yeah. on YouTube. You can watch him clean up these lawns voluntarily. Brian came across this, and I'm, I'm blown away by the story. I think that is so neat. Yeah, I, I, I get into all those do-it-yourself type of videos and came across it, and I, I thought that was really, really neat and admirable what he's doing. I think it's a wonderful thing. So if you see a neighbor or a neighbor's yard that looks a little rough and you have the time, maybe you want to offer to 
to help clean it or straighten it up. Maybe you see that those hedges that they just haven't had time to get around or those gutters that need to be emptied, you know? Absolutely, and I'm not sure if you're as well known as Spencer is, so you may want to ring the doorbell first and give him a heads up, lest you hear that shotgun being <laughs> shot in the background. <laughs> yeah, it depends, depends where you are. You know, yeah. I, Wichita, Kansas, I, I feel like everyone's pretty pretty mellow pretty or, open door. or a pretty open door policy my lawn there. is your lawn yeah, so maybe i don't know maybe yeah keep an eye out for those know, no maybe. trespassing signs but spencer honestly kudos to you and your company for doing great work and volunteering around your neighborhood we love it when people help neighbors out yeah and also spencer if, if you had a story about somebody that didn't go quite as planned. I'd be happy to hear or interested to hear. Yeah, if you're, if you're so, picking the bird shot out of your ass, <laughs> we'd love to know about it. So anyway, keep up the good work and you guys, you know, check on those neighbors. So that was nice. That's good neighborly advice. Yeah, well, you can't help good help. <laughs> you can't help but being helpful. I don't know. There it is. I, you know, it, we are. Time, it's that time to wrap it up, man. We just need to get... We just need to get through this one. I think we're done. I think we are done. Uh, so anyway, you guys, thank you for tuning in. Make sure you catch new episodes every Friday. That's indeed, right. Indeed, indeed. Be sure to hit that like button. Be sure to subscribe to the show. It helps us out on the YouTube. It also helps on the YouTube. It also helps us out <laughs> on the line on all of our <laughs> podcast platforms. The algorithms do look for that kind of stuff, and we love your support. Yeah, like follow and subscribe and we got some That's great guests and things going on so make sure you keep up we'll see you guys next week peace out <laughs> on the line